What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Sports and Stuff with Matt and Zach. And Zach, today's a very special episode. We may sound a tad bit different, but as you heard a few seconds ago, Anchor again is sponsoring this podcast, and we wanted to do something very simple for everybody. Show you how simple it is to use Anchor. So guys, we we have a couple mics. We have a program. We have a couple computers. And so when we do our recordings, it's very complicated to a sense. What we have here is one microphone, which we don't even need. If you have your computer's mic, you can use too. Yeah. But we know we bought these snowballs and we want to use them. But Shout out to Snowball. <laughs> shout out to Snowball. Maybe they'll sponsor us the next time. <laughs> but we wanted to show you how easy it is just to record basically. So we're on the Anchor.fm app at the dashboard. So we created our account. Yep. We're up there. We click new episode. We're in the record part of this. So again, if it sounds a little different, which I hope it doesn't, but it shouldn't because it's that easy to do. So, Zach, I want to jump right into sports and stuff with Let's do it. sports mm-hmm. and the Golden State Warriors. The Golden State Warriors. They uh, are going back to the NBA Finals for the fifth straight year. Zach, your thoughts on the Blazers-Golden State Warriors series? Because I, quite frankly, don't want to talk about it after my prediction on the last one. Yeah, that, that prediction was pretty bad, but it's all right. We all We all have our moments. I think the first thing I want to bring up outside of just Golden State in general is – the Blazers had a 17-point lead in three of the four games. And in game one, I think they had like a 15- or 13-point lead in game one. So, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, and a lot of people want to talk about uh, the duo of Dame and McCollum. Very good. Mm-hmm. And want to say that Dame's a top-five point guard. I can't argue that he's a top-five point guard when you let that happen three games in a row yeah but he does have the injured injured ribs that were probably i mean separated rib i mean that sounds painful i will give him that but he did play the the, the tandem was on the court yeah miles leonard had they had a great game for him and miles leonard in game four was crazy they they had opportunities to win they did and and quite frankly the golden state warriors showed their championship resolve and they made me look like an idiot although if you think about this zach if you think about this Mm -hmm. We're a little bit more intimate now because we're using the one mic here. But, <laughs> but if you think about this, my prediction wasn't totally not bad. Considering that the Blazers showed that they can get out to big leads on this team, they just didn't. They got have, swept. But they just—they didn't even win a game. But they showed that they—they they didn't win a game. But they I can't. I thought they showed. No, they no. showed that they can get a seventeen-point lead there. And when this series started, and I, it's crazy to think that it's over since our last show but mm-hmm. um i even said I, I i thought that portland could play with them but it all depended on what what type of stuff showed up um and i also said clay clay really didn't do much it was the Steph and draymond green show man you take kd out of that team and draymond looks like a all like crazy I, all-star i will give draymond green one thing and and his he's kind of changed his image in my eyes a little bit. We'll see when the going gets tough if he still does this. But I saw more of a leader, uh, Draymond Green, watching those games. They showed yeah. some different spikes. And also, he didn't complain about every single foul call, known the man. It was quite refreshing to see. I mean – Well, didn't he actually say that's a point that he's trying to do with his game yeah. is stop complaining well, as much? it was because his son – he saw his son like on a little tykes hoop or whatever. He, I mean, probably not a little tykes. He probably got like a fancy hoop because he got that money. But they were showing that his son was like flopping as he was going up to the rim to like do a layup or whatever. <laughs> and then so he's just like – he, he kind of woke him up a little bit going like, 
these kids are so impressionable. And if my kid yeah. does this, I can't imagine how many other kids there. And then also him arguing every time. I guarantee you he saw that and was like, well, if I'm arguing, will my son see this? And when he plays, will he argue with the ref? So mm. I will give him that. He definitely changed his persona for now. Now let's see when the going gets tough and whoever they play in the uh, NBA Finals, which is a good transition to the Raptors Bucks series, which is as of this recording, uh, today is I don't have my computer open. Today is five twenty-two, uh, May twenty-second. So we are game five is tomorrow yeah. for the Bucks Raptors series, currently tied at two apiece. I didn't see this coming, Zach. I don't know about you. Let me hear your thoughts on this because I did not see this coming. Um, I mean. The Raptors needed, what, double overtime uh, and to steal game three. And I think if you watch ESPN or any sports in general TV, um, everyone really thought that this was Milwaukee was going to take a 3-1 lead. Uh, the big difference was obviously uh, the Toronto bench. Yep. Um, now, I won't just say the bench. Kyle Lowry has played well the last couple games. He has. But, Marcus uh, Solis played very well as well. Yeah, and, yeah. He's been hitting his threes, Yeah, which is something he didn't do in games one and two. The role players stepped up in Toronto, and I consider Marcus Gasol on this team a role player. Okay. And, I mean, not Kyle Lowry, but Norman Powell played very well. Serge Ibaka and had Serge a heck Ibaka of a game. played really well. Yeah. And I consider those role players – they didn't play well in Milwaukee, and the Milwaukee role players, as in everyone outside of Giannis and probably Middleton, played bad. And Middleton had not been playing incredibly well no. the last couple games, and then he really turned it on and did play well in this, in Game Four. And Bledsoe um, got just, nothing from Bledsoe. Bledsoe, absolutely nothing. From well, him. they've looked at it and they've said Bledsoe, you can get to the hole on us all the time, so we're going to play to shoot, and he's not making his three. I think he's shooting like fifty five percent inside the three point arc. And like t- under almost, I think he's now under twenty percent at at the three point mark right now. Okay. So it's kind of a I, I don't it, I don't foresee this happening in Game Five. In Game Five, I really do see Milwaukee winning by double digits. They're, really, Brook Lopez didn't play well. He did not play well in yeah. um, Toronto. He's a role player that'll step up. I think that the Middleton, I think Bledsoe will play well. The Pat, Pat Connington, he didn't play that wet bad uh, in Milwaukee didn't get anything from him in well, Toronto. He, I mean, he if you go back and look at the uh, box scores from the last two series, or even the last three, uh, and I, I, it's obviously matchups. These coaches know what they're doing. Connaughton's minutes have been cut in half. Yeah. Um, I mean, Brogdon's also back, which Ma- is Malcolm obviously going to yes. affect Connaughton's mm-hmm. minutes. Actually, I just thought of that. For the last two days, I'm like, what is Why happening? Is- Why isn't he getting minutes? And I literally just thought it's because of Malcolm Brogdon mm-hmm. being back. Um but, yeah, I mean, he went from, like, 25 minutes a game to he's averaging, like, 12 in this yeah. series. And then, well, they're not getting the production back from Brogdon that they were getting when he was playing, mm-hmm. when he came back, and slash what Connaughton was giving them in not only this series at the first couple games, but yeah. last series, he was very key for that team. Toronto, for them to win on the road, they're going to have a have to have a Baca play. They're doing this with Draymond, or Draymond Green, Danny Green, literally not making any shots. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of surprising because I thought if they're going to beat a team like this, Danny Green's got to be at least a guy that they're fearing from three point line. They're 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 playing off of him right I now. I feel like all season Danny Green has just been that guy that play, gets good minutes and doesn't do anything. He's very he's very good defensively still. Yeah, very sure. very well defensively. Him him and the whole collective Marcus Soul have been helping off of uh, Giannis a lot more. Mm-hmm. Forcing these role players on the road to do it. You know what this reminds me of? And 
I'm going to sound like a spoiled Cash fan, but this reminds me of Toronto every time they played Cleveland. Mm-hmm. When when Toronto was on the road, they were eh, not that good. I mean, obviously game one, they had a chance to steal one in Milwaukee, but in, when, they, when they went home, heck, the Cleveland Cavaliers, when they won their NBA title – Toronto blew them out twice in Toronto. Yeah. So I just don't I don't see this. I think this is going to happen again with Toronto. Although it's not the same team, it seems like that mindset's back. And I just don't see. It. I think Milwaukee wins this in six. I think Milwaukee oh, you wins. Think they win I think Milwaukee wins game five and they blow, and I think they're gonna really impose their will, find something in game five. So this you know what this means is that Toronto's gonna win in seven, because I've been so wrong <laughs> on my predictions. But Milwaukee in, in six, I think, is a safe bet if you are putting some money on this. I, I would roll with seven. I think I don't think the way that Toronto's played at home, um, Milwaukee gets the win in Toronto. And I don't see but, Milwaukee losing at home. Period. I don't either. So I don't either. I, I, either, either, I guess that's where but it's But I will tell you two things. Um, one, did you watch any of that most recent uh, Milwaukee Toronto game. I watch bits and pieces. It was I watched, back, back and forth. I don't understand, and I get it. They're NBA players. If they feel that they're feeling it, they're going to shoot. I watched a series about two minutes. Two mm-hmm. minutes of the game. Maybe I don't. It was still a game at this point. It was either late first half, early third quarter. And uh, Miritich took roughly five three pointers in two series up and down the court, and they were awful shot like, I'm not saying he wasn't open I mean they weren't bad looks yeah but they were awful shots off his hand and he just kept shooting I get it shoot or shoot but it was awful and I mean when and it it made I I could be wrong here but I'm pretty sure a four-point game end up like somewhere around 11 points because they were getting nothing on that offensive end yeah because he's just throwing up threes and I mean, I just didn't get it. I, I'm pretty sure he has the green light to shoot those threes because he's one of the few guys that creates the sport floor space for Giannis. Mm-hmm. And if they're going to overload on Giannis, he's going to find himself open. He's got to knock down those three-point shots. I mean, I, I I saw a stretch with him and Ilyasova and Brooke Lopez and Giannis on the court at one time. Okay, I think And I think Middleton was on the court. You want to talk about length. That's and, a five forward set. Yeah, well, they, and they have Giannis run the point yeah. essentially. He's a point forward, and they throw Miritich as like your small forward mm-hmm. with Middleton at the, two, at the two, and then you roll Ilyasova at the four with Brook at. The, and and you know what? All five of those guys, besides Giannis to an extent, can shoot. Mm-hmm. All five of those guys can rotate defensively to an extent. Brook Lopez maybe not as much, but you can. You, but they left out Gasol there too. So you have Brook Lopez and Gasol on an island battling each other for the mediocrity of big men there. <laughs> and then you were running. It was a weird lineup that I saw out there. And I actually enjoyed it because it just a lot of length mm-hmm. and it was positionless basketball, which mm-hmm. the NBA is going crazy. at. um, I, I, I meant to, and we don't have this on the show notes, so I'm gonna put you on the spot here. Great. Did you, there, <laughs> we know how well I do with that. There has been some talk about the three point line being too easy and that they're talking about moving there's this book and i and i read i was reading an article and i just want your thoughts on this there's a book that has means and averages when it comes to three point shooting and they want the three point shot to equal what a two point shot would be when it comes to analytics numbers and moving forward and back so by, mm-hmm. what i mean by this is where the line is and where the where the overall average of the three point shot is so say right now it's 22 feet 5 inches so they say at 25 feet, NBA average NBA players making 33% of those shots. So they want to move it back to that. 
And then if it were the, the if the three point percentage falls back, then they'll move it up to say twenty three feet twenty three feet five inches, making it a movable three point line. To so that when the league it, instead of having the league having the easy shot, I know this sounds mm-hmm. very familiar or very confusing, but they're talking about maybe moving the three point line year to year based on percentages to make the two point shot not obsolete. Are you on the thought of? The NBA should just let it go and let it be where it's at? Or do you think that they should try to put these more mathematical approaches no, to it? No, leave no. it or change it and uh, like and keep it that way. I, the whole changing it every year just seems too much. Okay. I mean, you're trying to get too involved with – and it's, it's, it's a game, sport. Like I, that's too much for me. I, I don't – I'm not interested in that. Just shoot the damn basketball and – I just wanted to bring it up because I read something very yeah. interesting, and I don't read a lot. So, <laughs> and, w- and real quick, because I mean, well, who cares? We don't have a lot to talk about today. It's just NBA and Game of Thrones, really, and there's not a lot of other things in between. But I, I, do, what's your thoughts on maybe adding a four point line, thirty three feet or thirty five feet back? I'd like to say no, and my thought is, well, basketball has been a two point three point game for this long, but that's only because that's what it's been since we've been. Yeah, around. I mean, there was a two, there was a time there when was there no was only point. a two point line. So, I mean, if they want to change the game like that, I absolutely do not. There, there's universal basketball. I mean, there's obviously different ranges of the three point line uh, from age level. But if you add that four, I I think that needs to solely be for the NBA. I'm not trying to see that deep shot um, at other levels. Okay, a question for you when you bring that up. College basketball, do you think they should have the NBA three-point yes, line? Yes, absolutely. Okay. I do, too. That's why I bring it up. I think the college ball – There's no and, reason for it not And to high be. school, actually, to be honest with you. I think high school should have the NBA three. Everyone's shooting so – everyone's shooting so well nowadays. High school, no. Bro, when um, I was in high school, I was here, knocking down NBA here's threes. Here's why I'm saying no to the high school. So your stars, your guys that are going D1, your guys that are even going D2, uh, your guards can hit those shots. But you have they're, they're, you have to have universal rules for high school basketball. So you have this little. But there isn't. You have this little small school. What do you mean there isn't? Some states don't have a shot clock. Some states have shot clocks. Some state states have that they they do have really three point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm wrong. There's not a uni- right. there's not a universal rule. When I it thought comes that at the high school, school level there was. All no. right. So that's why I, I mean I, I would go off tangent there for a little bit, but I thought that was very interesting. I read. Just I think a lot of it is there's a lot of people being butthurt about the Golden State Warriors being who they are and how good they are at three point line. They also talk about maybe extending the court, making it a little bit of a bigger of a court so you can extend the three-point line, that kind of thing. I think it's just a lot of people trying to overreact to what's going on right Mm -hmm. now. The trend is we're going to shoot, 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 shoot until the next trend is, oh, wait, these two-point shots are actually, which they're not, worth doing. I mean, there's going to be a whole bunch of different thought processes to it. But I also think it's people want to be the Warriors, but they can't be because they don't have guys like Steph Curry who is – the ultimate sacrificial superstar. He doesn't. He wants to score and he wants to win, but I think he wants to win more than he wants the accolades. Mm-hmm. And you don't see that very often. In super like LeBron James is the one of the greatest players you'll ever watch. He is a selfish superstar. Jordan, mm, selfish superstar. I guess so, yeah. No, I, mean, I don't people, mean. I don't mean. A lot so, of people call LeBron a pass first. I don't mean but, by passing the ball, but I think that if the news comes out, he wants if the if the Golden State Warriors win. 
Steph Curry's like, if it's me, yeah. But if, if KD's the reason why we're winning, I don't care. Okay. But with won. LeBron, it has to be about him. Kobe's the same way. Okay. Uh, Jordan was Jordan was the most notorious for yeah. that. No, I understand. What so you're I don't. So everyone wants to try to copy the Golden State model, but Clay Thompson's the same way. He's third, fourth fiddle half the time. Mm-hmm. Draymond Green, Kevin Durant's the only person of the of that core who was not dra- obviously he wasn't drafted by them mm-hmm. that cares about being the guy that gets the credit. Because even when they had Harrison Barnes when they drafted him, he didn't care. Like, I mean, they, the only reason he's not on the team right now is because they got Kevin Durant, yeah, so yeah, they couldn't yeah, afford yeah. him. So I, I think it's kind of interesting what the Golden State Warriors are put. I hate them because I'm a Cavs fan. Here's the thing about uh, exactly I'm glad you said I hate them because that's something I wanted to get into. Um, I, I don't like the Warriors. I'm not a f- huge fan of watching them play, but – I don't mind that they're a dominant force in the NBA. I'd rather see a team, a team be successful year in and year out than see LeBron on different teams in a championship every single year. I would much rather see Golden State win 10 straight championships than see LeBron win 10 straight championships. Um, Maybe that's my hatred towards LeBron, but uh, which let me also note, I think I've said it on here before. I respect him. He is a good, I mean, from what he shows on in uh, the media, a good man. Yeah. Um, great athlete. I mean, he built a damn school. But I just don't like, I mean, and it goes back, you know, with the it Wizard back games to, and everything. And it, just, it's, it's funny that you bring that up because I was on, I went down a YouTube wormhole this, uh, this afternoon. You, you really do that a lot. Well, it because it's a wormhole. I mean, that's <laughs> what it is. So I went on a YouTube wormhole and I was watching uh, SB Nation does these really cool like rewinders, beef history, te- uh, like these championship teams collapses and all that. And they had um, on there the beef between Deshaun Stevenson okay. and LeBron James. So I thought that was really yeah. I was just no, blowing no, in the air. Not Lance Stevenson. Oh, Deshaun, Deshaun Stevenson, Stevenson from the Wizards. You can't okay, see me. Okay. And it was funny because you bring that up as a Wizards fan, how they were losing and all that kind of stuff. I just thought it was pretty funny that they brought it up, and uh, that's how it is. So let's move on from the uh, NBA playoffs talk and talk one more thing about the NBA, Zion. And that's going to lead to one more thing I want to talk about but but with the NBA. But, yeah, so with all the – there was so much media talk about just little things saying, well, he could go back to Duke if he wanted to. And it's like, okay, um, he's really not going to do that. Yeah. And the fact that uh, – um, yeah, The fact that everything came out, it was like, uh, you know, Zion's not going to go there. He could go there. He could go overseas. So after all of this, I, I don't understand what's going on with Zion besides the fact that he – doesn't want to play in New Orleans, but he's going to play in New Orleans. And he keeps – I think he's trying to get ahead of the negative hatred of, hey, I'm Zion Williamson. I don't want to be here, but I want to make a whole bunch of money with Nike. I want to make a whole bunch of money with Popeye's Chicken or McDonald's. <laughs> I don't know what, what, what who's yeah. going to go out there and throw out all these uh, – McDonald's, Burger King. But he So he wants his marketability to be really high and mm-hmm. go from there. So mm-hmm. go the th- your thoughts on, like, the whole situation that happened. Like, I mean, it was a made-up story that he was thinking about going back to Duke and it was how it got out. It was never made-up story. It, I, unless I heard from two different people on ESPN, they said it was something he was allowed to do. Yeah. Now, I, don't, I never saw anybody actually say out loud that he was considering it. That was people, you know how the – we take things and how social media creates things that don't exist. I don't think that that was ever said. 
It was brought up by I, Colin Cowherd was one of the guys that brought it up, saying that if I was him, I'd go back to Duke. Okay, yeah. So and then it, 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 the media storm got there, and it went there, and it was just crazy, and blah 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 blah. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yes, I did want to ask in regards to so now that we do know that Zion will play for the Pelicans, unless some crazy trade happens. Now that you've had some time, have you recovered from the the way that the uh, lottery went? No, I haven't either. No, I'm still very butthurt. I'm using butthurt a lot today for yeah. some reason. I'm very upset. You are still. using that a lot. I, I don't like it. I don't want it to be. I want it to be known that I'm very, still very upset with the NBA. The Cleveland Cavaliers. That's what we do. We win lotteries. We've won fifteen hundred in the last six years. I want to win another lottery, and now I'm fifth. Not not first or second or third. You're We're not fourth. I'm fifth. I plead the fifth. In the matter of the same week, the Wizards dropped to ninth in the lottery, and the guy that they thought was a sure thing to be their next president of ops uh, said no. Oh, yeah, I'd rather is, stay in Denver. That is that crazy. Was, and I don't blame him. I mean, it's a better option right now. But I the the way talks were in uh, Washington was it was pretty much a done deal. I don't understand it at all. And uh, Ted Leones has basically said, here, this is what I want to do. This is my plans for the team. What do you think? And he liked what the plan was. And then the next day, he's like, nah, I'm nah, done. I'm nah, nah, bruh. I'm nope. good. I'm staying in Denver. And now let's move on and talk football, Zach, because there is some news. And it's summer. And I'm still – It's I'm not fo- summer. Well, it's still May. It's spring. It bro, feels like it's summer it's out there. It's 80 degrees outside in beautiful Columbus, Ohio. Yeah. Well, guess what? I'm going to Florida next week, and it's gonna be 99. Dude, I'm going to Vegas in you, and three. Here, actually, you know what? You know, you know how I, you know how I had the NCAA counter on my phone. Yeah, I did that for my vacation, so I'm leaving for Vegas from this moment. Two days, 20 hours, 23 minutes, seven, six, five, five seconds. Crazy! I'm so excited, and it's gonna be in like the mid 70s. Low. It's gonna be hotter in Columbus than it is in Vegas. It's actually funny that we are both going on vacation same week, just different parts of the week. Yeah. As you leave what Saturday through Tuesday night, and I leave Tuesday night coming back Sunday. We so, have a week vacation between the both of us. I mean. So if anybody out there has any suggestions of things Matt should do in Vegas or things oh, that I'm I should do at Disney World and Universal, hit us up on Twitter. Any suggestions mm-hmm. what what we should do? Maybe we'll tweet a little bit from what we're doing. Who knows? Hey, Zach, speaking of Twitter – we yeah. are, we're on that as our show. Oh, are it, we? It, it's on Twitter. It's on it. So it's, it's at it, Matt. It's, it's on it's it. On it. <laughs> it's at Matt and Zach show on Twitter. So yeah. get over there. Follow us. Mm-hmm. We're also on Facebook sports and stuff podcast with Matt and Zach. It's a group. You can join it for free. I'm not even going to charge you to yeah, join it. And you can just be friends with yeah. us. Also, I, I, if you follow us on social media, I threw out something that you can actually send voice messages, voicemails. So you can leave us a voicemail. Yes, because I don't want you actually on the podcast. My personal but phone voice there's mail. a link that's in there that you can go on there and actually leave us a voicemail for future shows, and we can actually hear our fans talk to us, answer our questions. There's a lot of things you can do on the Anchor app. We're just plugging the crap out of Anchor today. Yes, we are. So, uh, you know, this podcast 100% done through Anchor. So we'd like to get you guys over there. Go over there on Anchor and follow us. So download the app and follow us. Also, we're on Apple Podcasts, so get over there and subscribe. And we're on Spotify. Get over there and subscribe. Now that we got all those plugs, plug, plug, I keep plug. giving you credit, plug, man. Plug. You you remember all that stuff. If you looked at me and said, hey, Zach, 
just throw out all our social media. I'd stare at you. Like we'd have to stop recording and restart because well, I we, can't do it. We <laughs> said this last week. Uh, Zach, what's your uh, what's your Twitter hand Twitter handle? Zach Laux. At Zach Laux. And if you, you always wanna, need the at. Well, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. I don't know. I just feel like saying it. And, <laughs> and if you want to follow me directly, it's at mbang41. So get over there. Bang, follow bang, us. Bangity bang. A bang, bang, bangity bang. A bang, 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 bang. bang, bang. bang. Yeah, see, we Sorry, like, we always end up in our references. This we like TV works. shows. We like movies. That's from How I Met Your Mother. Probably my favorite TV show of all time. It's probably my favorite. We're gonna now. we're gonna get into more TV shows here in a few seconds, if you know what I mean. But the NFL, really quick, let's just talk about it. Yeah. The uh, NFL, the Jet situation. They fired their GM. Adam mm-hmm. Gase doesn't want Le'Veon Bell. They might trade Le'Veon Bell. Then they're coming out saying they're they're not gonna trade him. Well, they can't trade him. They already paid him. You can still trade them. I mean, okay, they can trade them, but they'd be dumb to trade them well, after they already gave them what well, they're thirteen dumb to, million dollars signing bonus. They're dumb to come out and say that they wanted that they, they didn't well, want them in the first Gase place. Adam Gase is dumb. He shouldn't have been hired anyways. It's crazy He's eyes, terrible coach, and crazy eyes. I mean, that guy scares me. So the jet situation's a little messed up. Also, are you he, surprised? No, I'm not. That's why I kind of wanted to move on from it because. It's not like I'm sitting here going like, "Oh my God, the Jets are dysfunctional or dysfunct dysfunction dysfunctional dysfunctional." Yes, I couldn't. Wow, that, you're good. Trust you're me, good. it didn't make sense in my head. But I, I, it, I, I wouldn't have been like, "Oh my well, God, this happened." It, duh. If you want to talk about dysfunctional, I just got to throw this out here. It's not on our lineup to talk about, but the fact that the Steelers are still talking about AB, it's crazy. Ben finally came out and talked a little bit. Oh, which, dude, they wait, had a, they had a little kumbaya at his cottage or whatever. The first time he's ever invited players to his cottage that, or whatever. That's not true at all. Oh, uh, okay. I thought that's what he I does it every right summer. Like, well, that he didn't, people. Well, he didn't invite Brown. He's never invited yes, Brown. Yes, yes. Well, then Brown vid- never came. There, yes, yes. Oh, there's okay, a video. Brown. There's video of him like five years ago on his boat. With the rest of the offense, well, both AB and Le'Veon. Okay, Bell. then there's some narratives out there that I read exactly. the I read the wrong ones, and I'm <laughs> apparently I'm reading the wrong sources. I have Phil Wubel. I don't know that it happened more than once, but it happened. I have Phil Wubel type sources, and if you don't know who he is, <laughs> trust me, his sources. Hashtag sources. Hashtag my sources. My sources. You're yeah. right. So, um, yeah, the Jets situation there, the Pittsburgh situation is still being talked about. NFL is trying to get rid of some high contact drills. Yeah. I actually, to be honest with you, thought Oklahoma drills were already out for the most part. Only because you can't do it in high school ball anymore. You can't do it really? in college ball anymore. I mean, I mean, I mean, you can do it, but you're not supposed to. I mean, there's there's the laws out there. They're just trying to get rid of a, high, a lot of high contact drills. What, but why? I get it. The whole so just get rid of the whole game. Then the NFL to me is the one place where you shouldn't. Like, when it comes to high contact practices, doesn't make sense to me. To have high contact yeah, practice, I, I think you need to have some, and you have to have some level of contact in your practice. So, as a as a football coach, so I can speak on this. Um, when you get to the pro level, they already know how to tackle. They've been doing it forever. Now, yes, you need to you need to still teach it and teach techniques to make sure that it still is relevant to them. But they're not. They know how to tackle. They know how to hit. They know where to put their body and where not to put their body when they're hitting. In high school and in college, you're teaching this. So you have to have a little bit more contact in your practices to teach it properly. But if your body is not taking that abuse and you are and you go out of nowhere and you that. go into that abuse, you're going to get hurt. But there's also the, the other side of the coin is that the less contact you have, the more likely you're not going to get injured. It's a I, double-sided I, I, coin I, there. I, yeah. As, as a purist to football and a guy that absolutely loved Oklahoma Joes when I played in high school, I, yeah, keep it. Like, that shows how much of a man you are. I hated Oklahoma Joes. Oh, because you were slow. Because you were slow. And you couldn't get up fast. And 
Well, You're no, offensive no, lineman? But we did – it was never unfair. Like, it wasn't like we took a wide receiver and matched him up with a defensive offensive lineman. Our Oklahoma drills were good matchups. So, I wasn't going to go against a running back, a fullback like you potentially. But most of our Oklahoma drills were even positions. So, I mean, and Nobody I was, was – I wasn't an incredibly slow lineman. I mean, I'm slow now. But at that point, I wasn't incredibly slow. So, my speed compared to others when it came to those matchups wasn't – awful yeah i mean at the end of the day there was never a fair matchup when i was matched up in oklahoma drills yeah because you got beat every time i was fast and strong that's what it was so i mean that's the nfl the reason why i wanted to talk nfl first off it's not summer but it's you know it's the dog days there's no you have the nfl is kind of like there's nothing to talk about right now the draft's over you had otas but who really cares about otas you have training camp coming up in what like a month and a half and then August is when you start getting into like, yes, football's back. So there's not a lot. NBA draft, uh, NBA free agency, July 1st was going to be really insane this year too. Did they officially change the time? Because they uh, were talking about um, moving the time from midnight uh, July 1st to like 6 p.m. June 30th. No, I, I have no idea to be okay. honest. Because it's a legal tampering period, so I really don't care either way. Okay. It's a three-day moratorium, whatever the word is. Moratorium? Yeah, there it is, that word. It's a three-day process <laughs> for – it's the worst thing in sports. I don't understand it at all. Okay. But, um, yeah, so we wanted to talk football because it's sports and stuff, and we have Game of Thrones. But also, an NFL superstar is very upset. With Game of Thrones. I saw his interview. Aaron Rodgers does not like Bron, Bran, excuse me, not Bran, Bron, Bran as the king. He said, he went down and named everyone that had a better story, and he had probably 12 people named. Heck, he said Bron had a better story than Bran. He I, was not a, so, so, we, I, 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 before we get into talking about our, uh, our feelings and opinions, Game of Thrones is over. Forever. It, it forever. Well, uh, yes, it should be because, It was not the best ending. It really wasn't. I mean, again, this show deserves so much more, and I don't think it delivered on everything it could have. I'm really glad that, like, throughout the last – you slowly, like – once we talked about the Battle of Winterfell, you were like, yes, yes, I – Zach, I understand. You didn't like it, but it's still good. It's so good. And you slowly over these last couple episodes were like, "Uh, I still love it, but uh, okay. No, yeah, yeah. No – do I have a problem with the way it ended a little bit? Am I upset at it? No. I just think it was a little rushed. Obviously, we've been talking. You've been saying that since episode one. Mm-hmm. I picked up after after the Battle of Winterfell. Yes, it has been rushed. I think the ending was just incredibly rushed. And But the problem is, is like this could have been a nine, ten episode season, and you could have done the same thing, and it would have been just as good. But I did hear that the writers of Game of Thrones is writing for Star Wars right Correct. now. They didn't have a lot of time, so they just said F it. They didn't care. They want. I think they just wanted to be done with this project. I, and I, I agree. I actually do agree with that. And I think that in a world where it was and is one of the most popular television shows ever, I, I think that as fans, it was – I guess it's, I don't want to say mistreated because – doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of anything. Yeah. But I just, I actually do not mind. Uh, so let me give, just give my opinion on this for real quick. But outside of how poorly executed everything was, I don't mind 
the fact that uh, Bran Stark is king. No. That doesn't bother me. It's how he got there yeah. and his lack of story over the last year and the last season, how he kind of was inexistent. Like he really did not, he said, just stared at some stuff and said like three words every now and then. Like if they would have played his story more and he ended up king, I can live with that. But it was so poorly done. And that's what bothers me. But I don't I, mind. And then let's, and then you want to say, okay, uh, we're going to. The fact that they brought in all the lords and made them basically vote for a king, I'm okay with that too. Yeah. But not out of nowhere. Yeah. You have to have maybe three episodes of that. How did they get to that or, point? Or they like, could have just said, hey, three days later in the bottom tag. It just went from like, oh, here's the – it was always – The only reason you knew that it was time later is because people had beards that didn't have beards three seconds before then. And they were talking about how they're a captor, they had a Jon Snow captive for a while, whatever. No, listen – no one's keeping Jon Snow captive. Those guys are savages. When they found out Danny died, they would have slaughtered Jon Snow in a second. Again, and I guess that's the main thing here. Are you okay with the way that that story ended? Nope. Okay. I mean, that don't just say no. Well, that, elaborate. <laughs> I mean, but no, that's the that's the only. I don't mind how Jon Snow ended. I think his where he ended up was where he always belonged, and yes. I'm okay with that. But he should have died. The, there is no way that Grey Worm finds out that Danny died and doesn't kill him. You know what would have been great is like John kills Daenerys the way that he yeah. did. And then Grey Worm comes in after it happened and then they battle and then John kills Grey Worm. And then that that has his character, which, which, which we all thought should have happened is Grey Worm should have died. Because he because he was the most loyal his 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 wife or I mean I guess not wife but his life in um, Melisandre died so it's like you should have kept that and he 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 didn't want to live without her mm-hmm. he said it many times he didn't want to live without her but now he's living with with without her I don't understand that whole a- aspect of it and then the Dothraki leave and they they will leave because they don't have a leader well where and then don't get me started on the fact that she suddenly has so many soldiers the dark that's right i, I, I get what happened the unsullied, i'm okay with yeah. like i knew that there was lost everybody. every single one darthraki died everybody died and we're supposed to believe that there's still hundreds of them if not thousands Thou- it looked like it was thousands come on like it was so poorly done again i don't hate everything and then okay in a matter of seconds sansa goes yeah, we're going to be a free nation, and well, no, that's, just like that, it's... But that's been the character arc of Sansa the whole that. time. And I'm she's talking been about how this. fast it was done. Well, I think a lot of these people were like, they at that point, they're just like, we need to get the structure started. We need to figure out what's going on. And at this point, they're just like, well, yeah, sure. The North has kind of been independent forever anyway. We don't want to go up there anyway. So yeah, you could just have it. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think they just wanted to get that part over with. And I understand that also feels rushed. But when you just lost the queen and you just had all these wars and there was the Great War, there was the war of war versus the the like, zombies, White Walkers, all this happened. I think they're just trying to get back to some rumble, uh, resemblance of normalcy. Also, Tyrion should have died. Tyrion betrayed like six different people in a matter yeah. of the show. And then <laughs> Bran's just like, yeah, yeah, you can be my hand. And uh, um, I'd like to know, which I, I hate this. Some people that really loved the ending and stuff were like, it gave you a chance to use your imagination. If I want to use my imagination, I'm going to read a book. 
It's because I can paint my own picture with words. If I don't want to use my imagination while watching a television show, no. I'm watching the show because you're supposed to show me everything. I don't want to think. I just want to see what's happening. And the there was just too much. How do we? How did they find out John killed her? Because Drogon took her body away. Mm-hmm. Did John come down Probably. out the door and be like, "Hey, I just killed your your queen." He like, probably, he, I mean, he didn't say it like that. Probably he probably <laughs> said it like lifeless and emotionless, like, "Yo, I just killed the queen." But he probably did because that's in his character to do so. He he will. He's not a liar. I have three things right. about this. So one, I am. I'm I'm still a fan of the show. I, I think yeah, the show course. overall was still done very well. I thought that the characters were still very well. I thought the writing was a little sloppy and fast, but you know, at the end of the day, it was still a good season of television. I understand people are going to have higher expectations, and that leads on me on to my second point. When has there ever been a finale of a show that ever that people liked? I, you can't really Breaking name it. And I, I'm never, I've never seen Breaking Bad, so that, and, and I know Breaking Bad. If I, I'm talking about we have a TV show, podcast slash, you know, sports and movie. I've never seen Breaking Bad. A lot so. of people haven't, and yeah. it's hard because uh, Breaking Bad is so difficult to get into the first two seasons. It's so it slow. Is so slow. The, I think the last thing I saw was the the dead body in the bathtub, and then he had to go up I, there. And you know, yeah. I haven't seen a single episode since it ended. So, so. It's the, it was like the first in the part of the first whatever. Okay. But, like, but when, the last what, season of that show was absolutely okay. phenomenal. But like, I mean, you talk about this like Dexter apparently was terrible. I never, watched that. I never, I never watched it either. But Sopranos, I was which terrible. is funny. And they're like, so HBO must be making a point to just have terrible like finales. Well, I mean, How I Met Your Mother to me ended terribly. I I didn't like the yeah. ending of How I Met Your Mother. I mean, Big Bang just had one, which I thought was a very good ending. And so that that to me, I watched Big Bang, but I haven't seen that. But that's what I'm saying. When is I think our expectations of the show were so skyrocketed high that no matter what they did, I think we would there would be some level of meh. I guess is a lack Mm -hmm. of a better term. There would be some level of why this isn't as good as we thought. And then my third thought is, I I don't I don't like the fact that. Bran Stark's story was he was going to be the Three-Eyed Raven. Now it's stupid. There's no point in having that story. Arya Stark, big part of her story is becoming the faceless woman. There's no point of that story. Sansa Stark got her wish, but her you know, her thing was that she was going to... Jon Snow's the, the Targaryen storyline, there's no point Doesn't of having matter. that. Danny's storyline, at the end of the day, there was no point of having that because her whole storyline was how she's the... The queen that every the the people's queen and she's the you know the breaker of change and everyone's going to live a better life and now within a, a series of three episodes which again we've talked about it's not just that three episodes that made her into the mad queen but overall it went from like six seasons of her being so, or seven seasons of her being so good to then three episodes where she's the worst but. In her eyes, she was still good. Yes. She turned into, which I just thought of this, a Thanos type. Yeah. Because Thanos thought that he was doing what's best for the world by eliminating half of the population everywhere so that the other half could live comfortably. Absolutely. She got to the point where she was ridding people. She was basically, because she even said, um, it's funny because she's sitting there talking to the Unsullied and the Darthraki. And John's standing there having no idea what she's saying. And she basically said, we just destroyed King's Landing. Now we're going to go kill every other kingdom. Yeah. is She didn't say those exact I words, she, but that's yes. what she meant. 
She said it, the first place she said was Winterfell. Mm-hmm. She basically said we are going to destroy everywhere and start from scratch. Yeah, she, from this place to this place, yep. from this place to Winterfell. We're going to free everybody, yeah. which basically said they're they're going to murder everyone yep. and then let whatever few people survive restart. And then Tyrion with the most gangster uh, firing of all time, or quitting great. of all time, where great. he was just sitting there going like, you know. Ripped it and threw his uh, the hand of the king or hand of the queen badge. Yeah, and pretty much you know she said you know doing this treason whatever, and she go and he goes, well, I didn't know that you were gonna kill a whole bunch. Yeah, it was just that was a great moment mm-hmm. in Tyrion's character arc. Is that you know he was always the one that always looked out for himself and he wanted to make sure he stayed alive. To now he cared about the innocent. It was a di- completely different character actually um, think of from all, the beginning. Of all the character arcs, his is the one that worked the best and actually played through from beginning to end. Yeah. Um, except for the fact that he should have died because he betrayed so many people. But but, that, but that's another reason. He he always found a way to stay alive. His, his, his character always survived. And I think that's what it went down to is that people liked him so much they didn't want to kill him. What's crazy is uh, Bran had to have known. Like, he saw what that's was going to happen. That's why he said, and, why do you think I'm here? Yeah, well, and he obviously forced uh, the hand of John to basically tell. Um, because none of that would have happened if John didn't know. And the uh, Again, Sansa, wouldn't, Sansa wouldn't have told Tyrion. So now and, is he not the Three-Eyed Raven anymore? Like, I, is it Bran the Broken Three-Eyed Raven? Hashtag, he's he's still the Three-Eyed Raven. Hashtag Three-Eyed Raven. Given why he said, where's Drogon? Oh, I'll go find him. Because he was going to warg, if that's the right term, warg, warg, whatever it is, warg, yeah. into But he did Drogon. that. But they, you can do that without being a Three-Eyed Raven. They had the guy, one of the um, free folk, was uh, when they were, when John was with them, when he was pretending to be with them to get back to the, to the wall. He had one of the guys with the long hair looked like Johnny Depp was warging oh, with I the birds. He's the one that attacked Johnny, scratched his face with the birds. Yeah, I don't remember that. Yeah, so I mean, you can warg without being the three eyed raven. The three eyed okay. raven is the not the knower of all I know that. past. So I you s- could, but that's the thing. Is it like, oh, cool, like I'm Bran Stark, Bran the Broken, and hashtag I'm also a three eyed raven. I mean, I'm kind of a big deal. Starks, by the way, the the, the winner of this is, uh, and I, why am I drawing a blank? My wife will kill me. The na- the father, the the died Ned in the first. Stark. Ned Stark is the winner of Game of Thrones. Yeah, he lost one kid. His his kids are essentially ruling the world. You have you have Sansa Stark up ruling the North. You have um, Jon Snow, which is not his kid, but a family member of his, ruling the Upper North up there. And not ruling, but he's with the Free Folk, and they're controlling that area. His son is the king of the six kingdoms, the six other kingdoms, and his daughter is being some gangster, uh, going being Christopher gangster Christopher Columbus. Gangster Christopher Columbus. I'm telling you, I mean the Starks. It, it's kind of funny because the Starks have always been the ones that got trampled on. Yeah, you know the Red Wedding and you know every, just everything that's ever happened. But yet they are the winners of the Game of Thrones because mm-hmm. there's no more Lannisters. Because I mean, obviously Tyrion, unless he has a kid, there's no more Lannisters. Mm-hmm. Because I don't even think that the Lannister crew, any of their family members, all their family members are dead. They were all killed in the in all the wars. It's you crazy. know, you know what's a sad story. What's up? Is whatever island the Unsullied are going to, whatever whatever land there, I forget where they're told mm-hmm. they can live. It's just going to be a bunch of dudes hanging out because they don't have penises. So hey. at one point, 
it's just gonna be like the last unsolid guy just saying, standing there by himself. Like, if, okay, I'm I'm the, everyone died around. I'm me. telling you, if you, if you're a guy that wants to buy some really good land, you know, if you're say you're in you're in the Westeros region and you're like eight years old and you have a little bit of savviness to you. You'll just go where the unsullied go because eventually you'll rule that land. <laughs> eventually you'll rule that. You can yeah. br- and bring like fifty girls with you because guess what? Those girls all need to come to you because they can't go to the any unsullied. Yes, yes. I'm telling you, I, that would be me right there. That that's the kind of ingenuity in my brain that I would provide. <laughs> so Game of Thrones overall. Well, go ahead. I'm sorry. The I, last thing I wanted to point out that because I was reading some different stuff, the, and you know that I love the Night King storyline. Yes, is. The whole time during the White Walker story, they kept having those symbols that they were making out of the dead bodies. Yeah. I just want to know what they meant. That's <laughs> it. If that's the only extra thing I can find out that wasn't explained, that's what I want. It's a cyclone, bro. It's uh, it's, it's she moves her body like a cyclone. Are you oh. gonna see it? Are you gonna Keep see going. uh, Baby Bastion whenever Hopefully you're in Baby Bastion? Pa- <laughs> Baby Bastion, Paul Wall surprise concert at the Flamingo. I'm yeah. down for Pool Fly Flamingo. Come on, hey Paul Wall, if you're listening, I'm there. Let's go. No, um, overall, the uh, they made those cyclones. Maybe it was because there's a storm coming. I don't know, whatever. But overall, Game of Thrones, overall, the show is one of the best shows to ever For be sure. on television. Yes, the last season was rushed. La- yes, the last season probably didn't live up to expectations that we would bestow on it for being such a great seven seasons mm-hmm. worth of show. It, it, it ended with the way it should, the way it started, really. Well, not really the way it started because the White Walkers started the whole thing. But it, it started with the politics. And that's how it ended. It ended with the politics. They weren't going to have some big war yeah. end the storyline. So yeah. Game of Thrones over, sad. It's sad. It Hashtag is sad. sad. Um, I'm interested. They did say that they, uh, pe- the, as soon as it ended, people were like, oh, it's going to set up a spinoff with Arya. It's not. They already announced no. that that's absolutely not happening. It, they, um, they, they do have the the the, the, what, the prequel show. The prequel that, yeah. The, about the, the White Walker, the beginning of the White Walkers, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably not going to be that interesting. I mean, I'm just saying because I don't really care for that storyline, but I'll watch it That's probably. Your I, you know what I'm most, you know what I'm most sad about is now we got to find something else to figure out the other half of our podcast because Game of Thrones is over. There's going to be no good movies out this week or next week. I know Spider-Man: Homecoming is what like the mid, mid to late June area something or something like that. Yeah, so guys, I don't think I think next week you're Zach's on vacation. I'll be coming back from vacation. All there will be the the. The finals matchup will be set, but there really won't be anything else yeah. out there. So we're not going to be podcasting next week. If I feel that there's something big in the news, you might just hear me talk for 10, 15 minutes and do a small podcast there. But I want you to get over to Twitter. Mm-hmm. Follow us on Twitter. Please at do. Matt and Zach Show. At Zach Locks Personal. At MBang41 Personal. Get over there. Follow us on Twitter. And like I said, I... Uh... I won't be we won't be recording next week because I will be in Disney World with my wife. And if you have any suggestions, hit me up on my Twitter at Zach Laux. See, I know it. Yeah. And or on the podcast, whatever. Um definitely uh give me any suggestions that you have as, as I experience this for the first time. Never went as a kid. I'm gonna be a big kid experience. There you it. go. And if you want to follow us on our follow our podcast, you, we're on a couple different ways you can listen. Apple Podcasts at Matt Zach Show or Sports and Stuff with Matt and Zach. Get over there. Spotify. Spotify. See, I we knew something. Look at that. I Look knew something. I was excited. We're, we're on Spotify as well. Where else can they go and listen to our podcast? Obviously, Anchor. Yes, yes. Again, Anchor. Again, we we did again. If you're just picking this up late, we did do a. Different type of podcast. We recorded recorded this directly through the Anchor app with one mic. 
So it sounds a little different. We're not used to this, but no. I, thought, I, I thought it went very well. I agree. We're a little closer together. I mean, we're bigger guys. It's a little warmer in here than it normally is, but that's just because that's what we do. Um, and then I, I, finally, get over to Facebook. Matt and Zach show our, our sports and stuff with Matt and Zach. Uh, get over there, and we're going to be putting up some stuff. I think this week what we'll do is instead of having a podcast, we'll put a few different things up on there, more interactive stuff. For sure. Also, if you're on Anchor, get over there. Leave us a voice message. It's something that we – honestly, I just want to – first off, I just want someone to do it so I can see how it sounds and what want, it looks. I just want some new friends. So if you're a guy out there that's a little lonely right now and maybe, <laughs> maybe you've had a few drinks and you want to talk to us, leave us a voicemail. Uh, get over to our link that will be provided in the – it's on Twitter and on our Facebook page. Get over there and do that. But I don't have anything else, Zach. Do you? I'm good. Guys, again, we will not be having a show next week because officially we're on vacation the minute this podcast is over in the sense of we'll be on a podcast vacation. Podcast vacation. Yeah. I like that. Podcation? Yeah. Pod, pod, podcation. <laughs> we're on a podcation next week. We'll be back the following week. Until next time, I'm Matt. This is Zach. Peace.